Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Hallelujah. I had to wait for you to finish dancing. Before I preach, no problem. No problem. Let's pray. Father, thank you. What a privilege it is to be back in your house. King David said, A day in your house is better than a thousand out there. Thank you for what your presence brings. Speak to us. Even the hardened hearts, let today be their day of softness. Thank you that we are not the same again in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. You may please be seated. I'm preaching about familiarity. Even in Christmas time, I still want to preach about familiarity. Because it's a message that you have to hear over and over and over again. Familiarity is a stage where you come to that important things are not important to you anymore. Special people are not special to you anymore. The princess of God doesn't make any more difference, much difference to you anymore. So it's a very, very dangerous place to be. And we must all advise ourselves from what we are talking about. And so in 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 20. Familiarity number one is defined as to know someone or something so well. Someone or something so well. And you, you, you might easily be Deceived, or you may think wrongly that you understand, but you don't. And it is important to grow in the Lord. I'm preaching in the evenings about strength. If I were you, I'll be here for the last night tonight. Why don't people come around? It's because they think they know God so much so well that one day wouldn't make a difference. Two Sundays wouldn't make a difference. It's it's familiarity. It's knowing something so well in such a way as to cause you to lose your admiration. Now, I, I remember clearly a statement I made as I'm preaching about familiarity in relation to why, what... in relation to David's defense of his actions. And I'm hoping that, you know, for some of you, it will stick. If it doesn't stick, I don't think you, you, you do very well in, in, in Christianity. Here we have a classic example, just as in Mark, where Jesus went to his hometown to give back to his hometown, and the people began to analyze him. The Bible says he couldn't do anything much. The Son of God couldn't do much. Probably he was going to give them university or something. It didn't, it, didn't, it didn't do much. Now, this is Michal, the wife of King David. A blessed place to be as a wife. Anybody, as the wife of anybody, it's a, it's a blessed place to be. Epson, huh? Eh? It's, it's, a, it's a blessed place to be. Look how nice you look. Only juice, juice in your body, juice. <laughs> passion juice. <laughs> passion fruit juice. Yeah. If, if you do it well, you'll be happy. If you do it in the way you think it's right, you will not be happy. It will make sense to you. Because we define, even marriage is defined. Is it, what, is it, what is marriage? 
It's two people who love each other, come together and, and go to the altar. No, that's not what marriage is. Marriage is first an institution. You learn that, right? You come for marriage counseling. Marriage is an institution. It has nothing to do with two people who love each other. It has nothing to do with that. When you go to secondary school, you don't love the headmistress. <laughs> the, the relationship there is you are going there to put a sense in your head. Not that you love people there. So whether the people are nice to you or not, it doesn't matter. It's the sense that you are putting in your head. That is what is important. Marriage is an institution also. Ordained and ordered by God himself. Makai, the time will come you marry. I'll be here to bless your marriage. Amen. Amen, Makai. Yeah, man. I believe it. You marry a nice red woman. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I will hear cry. No long from now. So, it's a privilege to be saved. It's a privilege to be called a Christian. It is when you disrespect Christianity that, that being a Christian now doesn't make any, it's not such a big deal. <laughs> As a company, <laughs> you go to infant church just now. <laughs> I church. It's from zero to three or three years or something. <laughs> I think they are old enough to. Emmanuel Collins is old enough to go to infant church. It's more than zero uh, 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 years old. <laughs> he can go and make his noise over there. <laughs> What am I saying? We have to understand the privilege and the privileges God gives us. But you never felt it was a privilege. You never felt that it was a very special place to be. You never felt that it was a nice thing to be called a Christian, to be called a child of God. I mean, what a, what a, what a grace, what a privilege, what a blessing to be called a child of God. The Bible says he gave them power, John 1, 12. He gave them power to become the sons of God. Those who believed him and those who received him. It's a blessed place to be for somebody who's so rich and so great to bring you into his house and say that you are my child. Today, I'm changing your last name into my name. You are my child. It's a great place to be. Any day, any time. But you see, you can serve God and without a certain good attitude, you become familiar with serving God. And so it's a very important message and a very important warning for us. Because it comes in, it sets in. Whether you like it or not, it sets in. You can get to know something or somebody so well that you lose respect and and regard and awe and honor for the person. It's true. Are you there with me? Are you sure you're here with me? So David returned to bless his house. And Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, how glorious was the king of Israel today who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids of his servants as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovered himself. And King David responded. And David said unto Michal, it was before the Lord who chose me. And and I, I pray this will stick in your spirit. Never choose anything above the things of God. Never. Or anybody, for that matter. You are clapping, but you don't understand. I know you don't understand. You are just clapping. It sounds nice to you, but you don't understand. Until the day comes. I watch you. I watch the choices you make. I watch the things you do. And you are more of a great hypocrite to me than anybody else. Because when it comes to real showing yourself which side you're on, you fail. 
It's either you understand or you're a hypocrite. You don't understand or you're a hypocrite. David said, you are telling me I disgrace myself? You want me to be on your side? Now, a woman that you spent 104 skins of the Philistines, you spent on, it's a very precious woman to you. No, no, we didn't do that. I don't think it would have, it would have worked if they told us to bring it. That would be the end of the relationship. Yeah, the father would say, go away, you idiot. You can't bring me 100. Go away, I won't give you my daughter. Yeah. Now, to spend, to risk your life for this woman, she must be a precious person to you. But the guy, he risked his life. Went to, went to speak to 100 Philistines. The boys, Adam and Kodo, run away. Men. That was what he presented to King Saul for a woman that he really didn't, not really choose, but it was offered to her, to him. And he felt like to marry the king's daughter, he said, it's a great thing, so I'll pay anything. Can you pay anything for the woman? That's why I believe that it's very important for you to, in your preparation, wedding preparation, just make sure that you do things yourself. Don't, don't look out for help. I, I, I think it's, yeah, it makes the foundation a little some way. You're going to marry, please, prepare yourself. Pay every bill. Show that you're a man. After that, you take your money. But she becomes your wife, so then you take your money after that. Yeah. Is it Anna or Annie? Hi. Are you here? Are you paying attention? Pay attention. I see you are smiling and you're not smiling with me. So I'm wondering who you are smiling with. <laughs> are you with me? What was I saying? Yeah. No, no, that, that's... M- many of you men want to have the type of life and the type of air I have. But you have to do the things I have done and I do. You get it? Yes. Yeah. I know you, you, you enjoy the power and authority. You like it. And that's what a man should enjoy. But it's a, you pay a price. David paid a price for this woman. He didn't say, ah, what do you think, who do you think your, your daughter is? Is she gold? No, he humbly, and that's what many people also don't do. People don't humbly follow and obey instructions and follow commands. You think she was the only one David could have married? There were other women. Why would you risk your life for the king's daughter? Look at what she's doing to you at the end of the day anyway. So he spent, and I'm, I'm saying that my belief and our belief here as a church and as men is that a man should show himself a man. Yeah. Yeah. Control your wife. If she doesn't want to control, put her away and take another one. David is clapping. <laughs> you didn't hear me. The speakers, it, it wasn't working. The speaker wasn't working. All right, go and listen to podcast. And a woman should never have control over a man. You should make sure it doesn't happen. And it's not your mouth. It's by the things. You have to strengthen yourself as a man. Strength. 
Yeah, strengthen yourself as a man. Yeah, capacity. Yeah. Because you, the woman, you are not smiling when I talk about these things. They don't like these messages. Epson <laughs> is smiling. Epson seems to understand what I'm saying. <laughs> it's a fake smile. Okay. <laughs> uh, if your wife, you don't like me at all. Is all this man really a point? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Opilis Vex. <laughs> that David Scarvey, she Vex. Yeah, after service, you should talk to me. No problem. Yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you following? So, be careful of knowing somebody or something so well. It's very difficult to know something and somebody so well and not disrespect. It's very, very difficult. That's what it is. You, 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 even food, you eat, uh, you get fed up with food eating. Those of you who like eating all the time, I don't know how you, how you, made, you do it. Uh, Lickrishness, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> uh, eat, uh. Is that what they call it? Gluten? That's what, yeah. It, well, Screaming. Scraving. Uh, I they like eat, but they don't like it. It's scraving. So David made a very, very important statement, and, and I want you to really take that statement seriously. He said to his wife, I love you. You are the apple of my eye. You have blocked my view. Together forever, loving you has brought me here. All the nice things. But he said something very important, and and this is where many people make the mistake. You see, no matter who and what you love, you have to look at the source of your existence in your decision makings. David said, I love you, pumpkin, ketchup, you are my Epson. When I press the remote, you come on bright. <laughs> yeah, with scriptures and lyrics of songs. I'll never buy any brand of comp- comp- uh, 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 projector than an Epson. But what you are even enjoying today, it is someone called God who chose me from nowhere and placed me where I am standing now. And therefore, when it comes to him, you don't matter to me. Your opinions don't matter to me. What you think doesn't matter to me. I would rather want to offend you and please him because he did something for me that you cannot do for me. It's something, it's a very, very good thing to keep. Because I know you. I know you. I've been here for 18 years. I know you. You make decisions against the church today if you get the opportunity. Oh, you're, you're, it's, not, it's not a difficulty for some of you. Yeah. No, you. You think that I'll stop preaching about these things. I'll, talk, I'll talk, continue. You can skin yourself. It's okay. Skin up. Are you good there? Eh? Okay, yeah. You turn out your phone? You got to turn your phone off. Well, you got two phones? Yeah. Whose phone is that? Why are you holding his phone? Are you giving your phone to somebody in church? Because your phones, even though you are allowed to bring your phones, you don't do any, you don't write any notes on your phone. Your phone is not useful. 
you, I'm bringing safe church. I'll deal with you better in the safe church. Safe church, I'll let you do rabbit. G wants to join. He's, you're too old to join safe church. You and Prince, you can't come. You are too old. <laughs> You're too old. No, no, come. Prince says he doesn't want to come, so join him. If Prince comes, he'll do rabbit. <laughs> if you come to safe church, you do rabbit. Like these things? I'll stop the preaching crap. I'll deal with you for the next 10 minutes before I continue preaching. <laughs> Even your phone crying, you have it again. I take my, your phone home. So, if you like, come to Safe Church. If you don't like, don't come. Now, <laughs> today I just want to quickly run through people who suffer from familiarity who are likely to suffer from familiarity. Okay? Four groups that often suffer from familiarity. So what Mikal, Mikal was, was, was giving King David attitude and rudeness. How many wives give your husband's rudeness? Can she raise her hand? Honey, okay. Okay, all right. Aina, okay. All right. Onika, you don't give your husband rudeness. They don't give you. Are you here? You sure you are here? You can't be in church and you're not here. She just come back from where she went. Because when I asked her, she didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah, uh, Samantha gives Billy rudeness. That's what that one. You don't have to tell me. I know. <laughs> Trisha gives Papi rudeness. David, why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm talking to women, not men. <laughs> yeah. Right now, do you give your husband rudeness? You do. I think it's a common thing for right. Mrs. Wills. You give calling rudeness. Sati, you give Ravi rudeness? You do. Sometimes, okay. <laughs> I think it's a female thing. Oh. Tiana, you give Sean rudeness. Hey, Sean, you know that? She give you rudeness. You should use the truck and drive over here. <laughs> So, babes, meet me on Mandela. I want to I'll give you something. <laughs> Just cross the road. I'll meet you on the side. <laughs> you hit her with a truck and then you, you go to break down and report yourself. <laughs> Like a, it's an acceptable thing. Is it Guyanese? Is it Ghana people? Is it Guyanese or is Ghanaian too? Is Guyanese or Ghanaian? Ghana people. Is Guyanese? Okay. <laughs> Mommy says it's Guyanese. <laughs> it's Guyanese. It's true. Okay. Depending. Africans say they don't do that. Okay, maybe some of the African husbands have to speak to, like David is trying to speak. <laughs> so there are four groups. Four groups. Because anytime you get very comfortable with something or somebody that you lose respect for the person, you also lose out on what the person has to offer. Are you, are you, are you with me? Everybody is different. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. I was talking to the girls upstairs earlier. Every single one of them is different. Oh, they're very different. Last Sunday, I wasn't around. So, um, Honey messaged me. 
And he sent me a picture and said, look, honey, today, I miss you in church. So I was asking one, I said, can you take a picture of yourself on Sunday and send it to me? So, oh, Bishop, I miss you. Look at me on this Sunday. He said it, 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 it would never cross her mind. People are different. You know, somebody just takes a picture and sends it without any. And somebody says, me? Picture of me to you, Sunday? It's almost like it's a sin. <laughs> and I'm sure some of you, that's what you are thinking. It's because you are different. You don't like what I'm talking about? People are different. People are different. And doesn't mean that honey is bad and the other person is good. There's nothing like that. People are different. You see, one day Kechi did something. Kechi called me and said, Bishop, you know, me and Kechi, we call Sherwin Hussey. And that's something we 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 talk. Oh, you talk Shawin, we 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 It's a code, you know. So I think something happened to Shawin's ring, and then he was not you know wearing one for a while. And the anniversary was approaching, and so some housewife like Kechi, she said, you know what? She wants to do back rings, and then will come to me, and then surprise. And I'll pray over it and then they'll put it on. I said, wow, that's a very, very nice idea. Housewife. The three boys. I mean, where is she getting gold and money from to do all of that? It's, it's a different type of wife. You, you are waiting for your ring with diamond inside. <laughs> yeah, well, if there's no diamond, you are not taking it. Two. Isn't it different? So, I don't know how she did it, but she did it. And then, you know, she told her husband that Bishop wants to. Oh, I spoke to you. I, I called him. I said, Kechi has made a complaint about you. Come, come, Kechi. Come. <laughs> so, the king, and he was very anxious, looking at Kechi as they were coming. I said, you know, what have you got to tell the Bishop? What did I do? I don't know. You know, they came to sit down. I said, Sherwin, you know what? You have to be careful. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I just took it on. I said, you know what? Sweetie has a surprise anniversary present. And I had the ring, so we take it out. Come and see Sherwin. I think he almost cried. <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful. G, you were there. It's beautiful. Beautiful. I'm sure you, you are waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for 10 penny weights. <laughs> 80 cards. But, but again, yours is also not bad. But somebody will also do it. People are different. People are different. People who are very concerned from the toe of their nails, their toenails to the hair they carry on their head. And some people they don't care. Can have a week for six months, they don't care. You every week you are at a salon. Yeah. Your your is it your uncle's uncle is tearing the sheet. Your heel. Tearing the sheet, you don't care. You are putting a needle to stitch it. <laughs> it's not. It's not telling you anything. <laughs> Even the mattress, you are tearing the mattress. Yeah. But for some people. The next day, they are going to do pedicure. pedicure. Where I come from, when we're growing up, when you're bathing, it's not tired. So you do that. (laughs) 
That's pretty cool. Yeah. It looks very clean after that. Are we not all different? Very different. <laughs> Prince is different. Yeah. He said he won't come to save church. <laughs> it's just like that. I mean, he's not even afraid of me. He just said, that, that, that's, that's, you, you can't, you can't, you can't. You see, if you do that, God will not do a lot of things for you because God chooses people you will not choose. The moment you begin to embrace variety. That's when you are ready for God to bless you in a different way. So, don't, don't, don't get used to things too much and say, oh, me, this is how I like my things. No, you cut yourself from things. Always be open to embrace and not get familiar and reject and refuse nice things. The first group of people that suffer from familiarity is colleagues. Colleagues. You see them every day. Colleagues, oh, they are familiar. They don't care. Ah, especially when you're young. Don't care. When you bring ideas, you have to shut up. You just came. Colleagues. Colleagues are always like co-equals. You can hardly influence a colleague. They know you so well. You've been working here. When you come in the morning, you're talking about your, your house problems, your marital problems. Now today, you are standing up and doing a presentation like you know everything. But shut up. <laughs> shut up. Sit down. Coming to command us. Colleagues. What's wrong with you? It, it, it happens. Like those of you who are pastors among yourself, your colleagues. A pastor can't tell a pastor really in our church. One pastor can really talk to another pastor in a serious way. But that, that thing, I'm bringing that thing. Yeah. Where irrespective of the colleague, the person should be able to pull you up. Otherwise, the church, the church will spoil further. When you cannot correct a colleague, it's problems. Why should I not correct you if you're wrong? Why not? When we have our meetings and things like that, it is not about personality. It's not about who you are. It's not about this. It's about the issue. And the issue is that the way you spoke to that church member, it was wrong. The issue is that the way you came to church, it was wrong. The issue is that the way you came to the meeting, it was wrong. And that is the issue we are discussing. Not that somebody doesn't like you. Because when, when colleagues come in, then it's like, oh, it's LP Karen. It's my Karen, man. It's Liz, man. It's Princess, man. And so the seriousness disappears. And that's what comes, the, the four groups of people. It's always the seriousness and the essence, the importance of things always disappears. Yeah. When, when Jesus sent his disciples to go and, and, and practice the things that he had taught them, they couldn't. There was a woman who wanted some help? This child who was suffering from epilepsy. You know, they couldn't help the person. Isn't it? Lawrence, are you here? What are you doing on your phone? You're what? You're, you're writing notes. You sure? My eyes are on you. Yeah. They, could, they couldn't help the woman. So Jesus said, You, you faithless generous. He said, How long? Am I, should I be with you? How long? It's like I've been teaching you this since you are not taking it serious. I'm, you've taken me for granted. And to the extent that a case came, you, you couldn't finish the case. You couldn't. You couldn't. So colleagues, pastors, leaders, singing stars, dancing stars, you can't pull each other up. So what LP you less is saying is true. Please be quiet. You can't say that. You'd rather say, why LP you less talking like that? 
She always. Don't bother with she. That's what spoils the group. Because evil now becomes an accepted something. Because as long as it's bad, nobody wants to say it because we're all colleagues. So you don't have the power over me to say something that, that you don't have the authority to. It's only Bishop who can say it. Only Bishop. Bishop is God. Have you turned Bishop into God now? To see everything and comment about everything? Colleagues, we have to come to the point where your fellow Christian can tell you that you, why, why are you staying home? I didn't see you this Sunday. You can't stay home on Sunday. That's not how Christians behave. I rather, you going, me going to. You have to pull each other out. Even if you have to use a married woman. If you see uh, 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 Annalena, you see her doing something against LP legs, you should talk about it. Say, girl, you can't do that. You can't do that. We are all in this group. That is our leader. How many of you can do that? You will not. You scare your teeth. It's like LPU Lex and, and, and Annalena have a problem and you are out. Jada, you are out. And when you go home, you texting each other. What's she really there for? What was she talking to you, man? Me like she at You know who makes she we pastor and we leader. We know how, we know how church members think. That's what I'm preaching, what I'm preaching. You should be able to rise up. I, 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 Kishana told me, Nikki, that she missed church. And you called her and you abuse her. That, that's how you do it. We are friends because we go to the same church. If, if, if you are not coming to church, then you will not be my friend anymore. You're my friend. We're in the same church. We are dancing. I don't see you first Sunday. I don't see you second Sunday. You see me, sister? Robert? Oh, please. Better organize yourself and come to church next Sunday. Or I come into the house and meet you right there. That is how that is how we behave, colleagues. Church members, brothers and sisters in the church, that's how we behave. If I don't see Jonathan, I call him. Boy, I didn't see you. And you don't take no nonsense from him. Say, boy, I ain't joking with you, you know. Are you serious? Don't bring, don't, don't disrespect me. Pull the person up. Kishina told me. That's how we will survive here. That's how we will survive. If we can tell one another that what you did was wrong. And that we can also see it and say, you know what? I'm sorry. Oh. Let brotherly love continue. How good and pleasant it is for brothers to do together in unity. Number two. Relatives. Relatives, some relatives never seem to be able to accept that you are a pastor. They only call, always call you God free, God free, God free. Where God free there? God free. Relatives never seem to accept sometimes your elevated level. Oh, yeah. When Jesus his mother and father saw him in the temple. He said, ah, are you? We came to Jerusalem to worship. We are going home. How come you are in the temple? Jesus felt a little away. Jesus felt like, ah, you should know. I mean, it's an awkward statement. Why are you worried? I, I, don't you know that you'll find me here? This is where I'm supposed to be. Relatives. It's like, come, 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 come let me go down. Yes. You know, Roberta has a son. He's called Daniel. Daniel, he's, um, he's in peril. He's with Pastor Daniel in peril. He's, he's one of the major guys there. How old is Danny? 15, he's 15 years old. So, the first night of the convention, after the convention, they had a bus. A bus came from Pearl. So, he went into the bus and went with Pastor Daniel to his house. He didn't go home. So, last night, we were talking 
as I went to Makara's house, we were just gathering before I went up, and he was there too. You know, people try to apply, force yourself into spiritual things. <laughs> when I looked around, there were quite a number of people, you know, were gaffing and all of that. And Danny was there. And um, so Pastor Daniel was telling me how he comes, he comes to his house. He comes and he doesn't want to go home. So it's like that night they went home and he slept in the, in the house there. And even during the daytime, Pastor Daniel said, he's trying to tell him to go home. He doesn't want to go. Then Pasadena tells me that he told him that he has to, Pasadena has to talk to his mother for him because his mother doesn't understand. <laughs> yeah, relatives. It's like, it's like the mother knows him so well that she's, she's concerned about his church things. Why are you coming home? Why are you coming? And, and that is the error that some of you mothers make around here. You don't like your children to be so deep in the church things. The boy is telling Pasadena that he has to talk to his mother. This woman who's in this church, sweeps the whole church here, praying all of that. She's even the phone. The boy says she doesn't understand his, his situation. <laughs> Isn't it fantastic? Yeah. Yeah. I think you would like to even live with Pasadena if, if you allow him. We have to allow it. Some of this, we have to allow it to happen. Yeah. It's spiritual. It is God who works in us to will and to do of his good pleasure. I, I laughed. I laughed when Danny took us. Ah, you, you know Francine, you, your mother Francine, <laughs> she doesn't understand, but, but it's true. The guy wants to live a certain life. But because her mother knows him so well, it's like he can't love God more than she because she's the bigger one. She loves God. She knows how to love God. You got to come home. Don't sleep out. But the guy is trying to be... But, but relatives! Real application of this preaching I'm preaching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Francis, we have to talk to you about your son. <laughs> yeah. no, it's a very precious thing because many of... The children don't come around here. Many of the children don't come around here. Some of you, when you're ready to go, you're pulling your children away from you. Like this is a this is a zoo or this is some uh, barracks or something. You can't you, you can't go and leave your children here. Yeah, we came as a family. We live as a family. That is why sometimes some of these broken homes is even an advantage. Did you hear what I said? Those families that seem to be together, it sometimes it's corrupt when it comes to spiritual things. Because your goody, 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 your self-righteousness affects your, your level of service to God. You are so self-righteous. You want to move together everywhere and anything. So God doesn't matter as long as you're doing it as a family. It's corruption. Me, I'll say it too. I'll say it. Uh, so sometimes you see that those without fathers, without mothers, then you see that, oh, because like someone like Francis. Francis is Francis's first son. Francis is my son now. I'm the one who takes care of look after him. He, he lives here. But if, if he came from a proper home, I mean, in quotes, a humanly proper, the father will not allow him to move and come and live in the church. What, what, the, what, the, what the pastor will live upon? You know, if you come to the church and make sure that this woman says, Don't let that boy stay in the church. When you're coming, bring him. That the, the so called, not so connected family, they are rather the ones who are, you see, the, 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 the bebelos and the outsiders, people who neglect and ignore spiritual things, and the outsiders who don't qualify and come to enjoy it. You should look at it. So he's here. And he's my child. He's my child. He's my child. And he came from a correct, perfecto family. Mr. and Mrs. Francine, what? Francine, what, something, something? We travel in the vehicle. Even though we, are, we can go late, it's okay. As long as we are going as a family. Family? 
Someone, that's why you are here. If you were in a correct perfection, so you have to be careful when you're going to marry. Which family you marry from? Correct perfecto people, you can't marry them. Find your type. Those uh, lawless ones, that's the ones you like. It's true. I'm not afraid to say anything. I'm, not afraid to say. I'm, I'm the pastor of this church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You, you, you have to challenge you, you, you are plucked out from nowhere. If you belong to this husband, wife, children kind of family, and it, it is a lot of hypocrisy and corruption, it is in, it's in those families because they are so they are so devoted to keeping everybody together that whatever you do, it doesn't matter as long as we are, we are together. It's a circle. Sometimes God breaks up families so that he can get some people's attention. Yeah. Otherwise, some of you know be here. Here? Nothing street. Take you. That's where you are from. What are you doing, number two canal? With Andre and Michael and Uncle Earl and Tama? Where you know Tama from? Look, look at what God has done. Bring you people together. Differently from different places. That is real family. That is real family. You know the ones that come in a car together every Sunday. That's not no family. That's self-righteousness. The right family, they come with a bus. Some come with a bus. Some come with, everybody comes by themselves. That's the right kind of family because the, the, everybody's allowed to take God at the level they want to. Nobody, there's nobody who's controlling that. We are going this way, we are living. There's nobody like that. It's, it's, it's even witchcraft and obia. It's control. I'm talking about familiarity. Number one, colleagues. Number two, relatives. Anybody who is very family oriented, you can ask them how corrupt the family is. Yeah, yeah. If if the, that family kind of thing is the real thing, me your bishop, me your leader, I will have that right here. Yeah, my children will be sitting right here. Yeah. When they come, they come, they come, they're walking. You see, Titi will walk in, they walk one line. We come to church that the family that stay prays together stays together. <laughs> come to church together. We live together. <sighs> but that's not how we live our lives. Everybody is free to serve God at the level and in the way they want to. Those people who move, who move, husband and wife, husband and wife, child, husband and wife, child, it's not, it's not proper. When it comes to God, you can't present a correct picture. That's why the Apostle Paul, in his dealing with the Corinthians, he, he, told, he said, even the woman, he said, when you are coming to church, cover your hair. Because the way you come together with your hairstyles, it's like hairstyles are more important than the persons whose presence you have come to. So cover it from today. It's the same thing we are presenting to him now. Now we come very correct. I'm waiting for my husband. I'm waiting for my wife. I'm waiting for my husband and children. It's like you come before God and what is, what is important to you in the presence of the Lord is your children and your husband and your wife. In the presence of God, everybody is, indi- everybody is individual. Everybody matters. Not as a group. Josh, are you there? What's the Lord saying? no no so somebody like sister Carla I was very very surprised when he allowed he released JP to to me here and to me Carla it's like Carla has forgotten that her son is here (laughs) that's how I feel and it's a very very special thing to me
it's like one of the boys the other day, they get, they get some allowance, right? So one, of the, one of the days, I wasn't around. And then one of them messaged me that, so how is he going to get his allowance? And I was like, he's a stupid boy. <laughs> I was like, he's a stupid boy. <laughs> I said, come out from my phone. Come out from my phone. Yeah, your allowance is not important. <laughs> yeah. No, Jonathan, color makes me feel so confident. I mean, I, I don't have a, a religion with color per se. I would rather say I have a, maybe a, a better religion to me with her big sister than herself. But what Kala has done with Jonathan is bigger. It's bigger. Anybody from the Filosa family, this thing here alone, is bigger. There's no, there's no, there's nothing. I feel like she has just dropped the guy on me. <laughs> yes. And he said, for, for, for a pastor and for a father who has a very clean mind and a pure heart and, and have good intentions, it makes me feel very nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, it's, 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 it's a different thing. When a small boy is asking me, ask you away, how am I going to get my allowance? <laughs> you, 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 you drink water and eat grass. <laughs> Kataha is right in front of the building. And Kala is not here. She's not even in this church. Son is here. He lives here. Goes to school from here. I mean, you should, you should ask how, how early they wake up in the morning to catch bus and go to school. It is not necessary. It is not necessary. Jonathan doesn't have to be here to go to school. The best place for Jonathan is Shelly Field. In Georgetown. It's easier, it's simpler. Her mother drives. You drive him to school. He doesn't have to live in Samaria here at the back of God and travel 5 a.m. and go to... What, 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 it doesn't make sense. But you see, the family unit is, is, is an, what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination unto God. What is highly esteemed among men? That correct perfect togetherness, togetherness, family thing, the highly is esteemed, it is an abomination. For those who like those things, and I give you time, you'll see it. You'll see it. You'll be surprised right before your eyes. Number three. Yeah, we have, we have, we have uh, Epson project and projector and Dell computer. They have a, a, a Samsung baby here. You know? <laughs> we have to. <laughs> Zoom machine and Epson. You know, they've given birth to Dell. You know, you have to. <laughs> You have to do it. Number three is pastor's wives. <laughs> so, Mikal is an example. I, I won't go too much before people's face get sour. <laughs> it's Christmas. I don't want to make people unhappy. That pastor's wife, Pastor Calvin's wife, G's wife, <laughs> Michael's wife, Pastor Joshua's wife. Who else? Pastor Andre's wife. (laughs) Pastor Larry's wife. Bishop's wife. Oh, she's not a pastor's wife. She's also a pastor's wife. Why should I take myself out of it? (laughs) You can't laugh. Somebody will kill you and laugh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it is not a simple thing. You see, nobody, there's no school to learn how to be a pastor's wife. It's, it's one of the most difficult places to be. Oh, yeah, that's no, very difficult. Sometimes for eternity, you can't even know how to behave as a pastor's wife. It's very difficult. Yeah. It's when you become a president's wife. There are people at, who are there who are coaching and guiding you here. A, when you become a pastor's wife, there's nobody. You, you and your God. And what you do, what you know is what you do. And the people say that is not correct. They say, so what should I do? <laughs> so it's important to me have a pastor's wife's fellowship. So I can talk to you. Yeah, we should, we should form it. Yeah, we form it. Pastor's wife, yeah. 
Yeah. We are launching it from today. Pastor's Wise Fellowship. <laughs> yeah. And I'm the founder and the presiding <laughs> president. Yeah. Yeah. Phoebe, so form a group, Pastor's Wife Association. Yeah. yeah. Put uh, 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 my friend Akila as a, as a financial secretary. <laughs> yeah. And she, she must attend all my meetings. Uh, she's a pastor's wife. <laughs> Number four, finally. Close friends and associates. <laughs> close friends and associates. <laughs> they, they, they know you so well. So like someone like Prince, growing up from East La Penitence, and what God has blessed him with. It, it's, it's, people can easily not take him serious in East La Penitence. So, Oren, the big head by. Okay. <laughs> I know he, he smiled by walking in the talk, walking around. He's a, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a consultant. Consultant of what? Yeah, he's passed me straight out. I see he drive his car and he, he in the car and he, he, he doesn't know, watch nobody. Close, close friends and associates. That is why sometimes when you become a Christian, you have to decide for yourself. Your close friend must go away. You can't come to church and go back to your close friend. You say, hey, sister, you want them to pray? You want them to give the pastor your money? African man. Yeah, the scampish. And then you feel, man, don't talk like that. Man, don't talk like that. Adam pastors his money. And you are still, it's, 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 the person doesn't respect your, your belief now, respect your church, doesn't respect your relationship, it doesn't respect your new life. You close friends and associates. You went to Bible school, you've come back, you're a pastor. Really? Yeah. You? <laughs> well, well, when Daniel, Daniel came back, Pastor Daniel came back, I think he was walking around, still broken. He met one of his old school mates, a girl. He said, hey, big party bye. <laughs> Where he went? <laughs> then I said, he felt so bad. I said, you felt so bad. You think you're a man of God? You're not a man of God. <laughs> I mean, he has been to Ghana for so many years. He has not heard that thing for a long time. <laughs> Big body by a girl from his class in school. He's working the stop broke as a man of God. They're from nowhere here. Hey, big body by where are you where are you <laughs> look what I said. He said, Jesus, you're a man of God. You're not a man of God. Close friends and associates. <laughs> Numbers chapter 12, verse 1. Finally. Sarah, right, are you there? I ain't seen you in a while. Sarah, what's going on? Dave, I enjoyed the message. Familiarity breaks you off from your blessings. That's all that we're talking about. So don't don't get too familiar. In fact, I wish you read the book that I'm preaching from. How to Overcome Barrenness in Ministry. So you, you, you read... Prophet's words for yourself. So I don't look like I'm the one who's <laughs> saying something you don't like. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a book. I'm reading from a book. I'm preaching from a book. Fisher. Isn't it? You just give Papi rudeness? Yeah. Papi has married you? And give you a child? Yeah. You just give you rudeness? You're smiling? And Miriam and Aaron speak against Moses. Because Miriam was Moses' brother and sister. Isn't it? Miriam was Moses' sister. And Aaron was Moses' brother. So the Bible said that Miriam and Aaron, they speak against Moses. Because, but Moses was the leader. Because Moses married an Ethiopian woman. A woman from Haile Selassie's country. 
And in those days, you can't marry somebody outside the church. It still is. You can't marry somebody who is not a Christian if you're a Christian. You go to the Jehovah Witness and the Catholics, you don't marry outside. You people, you don't take the church serious. You just don't like the boys who are here. But the boys, they are very holy people. Yeah, nice boys. Yeah, look at Dwight. That's Dwight. Dwight is right there. Nice man. Yeah, people videoing him when he's walking around. (laughs) Yeah, nice guys we have in the church. So Moses went to take this Ethiopian woman instead of a Jewish woman, a Hebrew. And so it was against the rule. It was against the law. And Miriam and Moses criticized him for he had married an Ethiopian woman. Verse 2. And they said, has the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Is it only Bishop who is anointed here? If he's anointed, does it mean that he can just marry an Ethiopian woman? Has he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. He heard it. Verse 3. God says, now, no, this is, now the man, Moses, was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. And the Lord spoke suddenly unto Moses and unto Aaron and unto Miriam. Come out, the three of you, into the church. And they three came out. And the Lord came down. Can you believe it? The Lord came down from heaven. On a, he came with an elevator. Josh, are you there? Is it working? If we were in safe church, you'd have done rabbit. It'll wake you up. Bible says God heard the criticism of Miriam and Aaron against their brother Moses, who God had chosen to be the leader. And God told the three of them to meet him in the church. And when they went to the church, God came down. I mean, this is too, this God is too serious. I mean, we criticize our brother. And then you come all the way from heaven. Because of this little thing, talking, we talking, he name and you, you vex so. We thought talking name is nothing you got to get vexed about. What's your problem? And the Lord came down in the pillar of cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam and they both came forth. And he said, hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision. And I will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so. He is faithful in all my house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth. <laughs> Let me close because I'll preach too long. To have the Lord speak to you mouth to mouth. You know, one thing that you will learn as we go along is that you can also talk and then he will respond in a, in a, in a time like that. It's not one way. If you ask, he will say something. I have experienced it. I will speak with him mouth to mouth. Even apparently, and not in dark speeches. There are many people, when God speaks to you, you don't even realize he's the one who has spoken to you. But Moses, there's no doubt. He speaks to him mouth to mouth. So there's no, man, I'm feeling like, no, it's clear. There's no doubt. Apparently. And the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore then were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? 
Please, my time is up. Stand to your feet. It's one o'clock. Time, time gone. Power, long time. Very good. We have a service tonight. Four groups of people suffer from familiarity. Put your hand on your heart. Say, Lord, deliver me from familiarity. Say, Lord, deliver me from familiarity. From knowing someone or something so well that I will lose my respect for him or that particular thing. Heal my heart, oh God, from familiarity. And bless my life. In Jesus' name. Father, so let it be. Let every familiarity that has happened, that's happening, let it be taken away. Let it be taken away. Let it be cancelled. And let your people start a fresh leaf and a fresh chapter in respect, in honor, in awe, and in reverence of the things that they have known so well for so long. I give you praise and I give you glory in Jesus' name. Somebody shouted, Amen. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com God richly bless you.